Hey, you're listening to Just Say the Word. I'm your host, Erin Sanchez, and this is a storytelling podcast. In every episode, you'll hear a story from me or my guests from around the world. Then we'll encapsulate a key lesson from that story in just one word you can apply in your own life or business. If you're an entrepreneur looking to get inspired and make your mark on the world, you're in the right place. Your story is your legacy, and I want to help you tell it better. Visit candidlyerin.com for more writing, communications, and personal branding advice. Ah, the personal brand. You know the drill. Build it and they will come. And it's simple too, apparently. I mean, you hear it everywhere. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Sounds easy enough, right? All you have to do is get your vibe just right and you'll find your personal brand and your beloved audience. So we get to work and we set out to convey the vibe we think people want. The vibe we believe people will connect with. When we do this though, it's often forced and people can sense that. Then do you know what happens? You come across as inauthentic. It doesn't attract your tribe. And in fact, it probably repels them. Harsh, maybe, but it's true nonetheless. If you're trying too hard to project a particular vibe, chances are it's not authentic at all. Let me tell you a short story. Some time back, I was struggling to find my own personal brand. I kept trying to design it. I'd write out what I thought I was trying to communicate to my target audience, identify my ideal clients, and refine my niche. Then I'd refine, refine, and refine some more. It was struggle central. Writing what you think others want to hear in the way that they want to hear it, that shit's not easy. It's also not effective. And more importantly, it's no fun. That's not the way to build your business. Do you know what finally turned things around for me? A Facebook group. But not in the way you're probably thinking. No, I didn't find some amazing insight from a group member or download a freebie all about personal branding. Not even close. Here's what actually happened. I learned what not to do. I saw post after post of the exact same kind of content, the same long form, feel good, inspirational posts flooded with butterfly and heart emojis. Oftentimes, this kind of post is accompanied by a picture of a young lady bathed in sunlight, working happily on her laptop outdoors in a flowing white dress and perfectly manicured nails. You know exactly what kind of post I'm talking about, right? Drop your favorite emoji in the comments and I'll show you how you can live a perfect life just like mine. Okay, at first these posts made me feel like crap. I kept thinking, geez, this doesn't resonate with me at all. What's wrong with me? I don't fit in here. Then I had an epiphany. So what? If this doesn't resonate with me, this isn't my tribe. It's as simple as that. Go find your tribe. Go find where you do fit in. Stop trying to mold yourself to fit in somewhere else that just isn't aligned, that's not your vibe. Instead of feeling shitty about not fitting in, embrace it. You're not a misfit. Those just aren't your peeps. And I don't mean to offend anyone here. I'm not saying these posts don't work. Not to mention, I certainly use my fair share of emojis. 
What I am saying is if you feel you have to mimic a certain flavor of self-promotion, yet you find yourself rolling your eyes at it, then you shouldn't be using it. That's not your vibe. That's not your tribe. And it's most definitely not your personal brand. So here's how to discover your true identity and unleash your real personal brand. First, I want you to find your authentic self. Now, I know the word authentic is thrown around so much these days that you might be wondering, what does it really mean to be authentic? So let's go on a little adventure, shall we? I want you to use your imagination and really go through each exercise with me. But bear with me, you won't even break a sweat. First, picture yourself in a professional setting. You're at work or in an interview. How do you behave? What are you wearing? What kind of language do you use? What does your posture look like? Okay, now imagine you're with friends, either hanging out, playing games, eating lunch, attending a shindig, something like that. Now how do you act? What kind of clothes have you chosen? How do you speak? What's your body language? Finally, pretend like you're with your family. You're surrounded by your siblings, maybe your favorite cousins. What does your behavior look like? Now, how are you dressed? How are you speaking? Where are you sitting? Of course, we have different personas for all areas of our lives. We know how to code switch, if you want the academic term. In each scenario, you undoubtedly act, look, speak, dress, and behave differently. When I'm with my family, I am all out ridiculously silly and C-R-A-Z-Y weird. I tell stupid jokes, make faces I'd never let anyone else see. I physically and verbally abuse my brothers, all in good fun, of course and otherwise act like a total buffoon that heaven forbid the world ever be subjected to. That is my most authentic self in the deepest, most profound sense of the term. And with every level of lesser intimacy, friends, coworkers, bosses, I hide a little bit more of my truest self and become my more socially acceptable self. This brings me to my next point. Let your crazy out. Note that I'm not talking about a real estate agent or a lawyer, right? Trying to build their reputation. And I'm not saying you shouldn't take your business seriously and be a professional in the ways that really matter, like delivering on your promises, like being timely, being reliable and trustworthy. Essentially, use common sense and practice business with integrity. But as a writer, blogger, or other creative, your personal brand should be a reflection of your shining, awesome, pure you-ness. It may sound corny, but personal branding is partially about loving and respecting exactly how you are, who you are, and how you show up in the world. So you like D&D, but you're afraid that's too nerdy for the tribe you want to attract? Consider this. Do you really want to hang around people who would judge you for your passions, the things that give you joy and light you up? Let it all out. So you're the crazy cat lady, or you have a penchant for erotica. I guarantee you're not the only one. Do you know what's going to happen when you let your crazy out? 
you're going to have like-minded people swarming to you like flies to honey. Let's go with honey. This is what your vibe attracts your tribe really means. You are your personal brand, so let it all hang out. Now, really quickly, before we move on, let's define vibe. So it's usually used in the plural, right? Your vibes, which means a person's emotional state or the atmosphere that is communicated to and felt by others. So that's really getting to the essence of who you are and how you make other people feel, right? And we're not trying to design that. We're just trying to be who we are and people will pick up on that. So that brings me to my next point. Stop trying to please everyone. Have you ever noticed how viral social media stars have a massive following of diehard fans? But if you read the comments under their posts, if you're brave enough, they often have a lot of critics as well. Some people downright hate them. And there's this weird ongoing battle between fans and haters. The haters spew insults and talk about how lame and unfunny, or even worse, the public figure is. And that person's fans come to the rescue. Well, why do you watch them then? It's a fair question, and I'm sure there's a sound psychological reasoning behind it, but that's not the point here. The point is, you're never going to be loved by everyone, and if that's your intention, if that's your goal, you probably won't achieve much success at all. Why? Because people need to feel deeply, passionately, and unequivocally connected to you. And they can't feel that way if you're trying so hard to please everyone and offend no one that you're about as bland as a loaf of Wonder Bread. Be the multigrain variety. Unique, hearty, full of surprises, and maybe a little nutty. Not everyone likes multigrain, but those who do are loyal AF and would never mess with that refined crap. Is anybody else getting hungry? Because I think it's almost snack time. Now you need to embrace your unique voice. You've identified your authentic self. You're willing to be nutso, prude, crude, whatever floats your boat. And don't give a flying fuck what other people think of you. It's time to cultivate your true voice. Do you love puns? Tweet them. Cuss like a sailor? Don't hold back. Think you're a comedic genius? I'll be the judge of that. But seriously, run with whatever you've got. What do people always tell you they love about you? I know I have a few catchphrases of my own because my friends always point them out to me. So try this. How would you talk to your sister or your childhood BFF? If you're a total goofball when you're completely unfiltered, don't try to sound like a stuffy financial advisor online. If you're one of those sweeter than cotton candy types, don't try to sound edgy because you think that's what's going to work. And the opposite is also true. I know I used to envy this, this girl that I grew up with for being one of those super sweet people. And I always thought, man, I wish I could be more like her. And then I just realized one day, that's not who I am. And if I try to be that way, it's not going to come across authentically and people aren't going to like me more for it. And I'm not going to like who I've become or the people I've attracted, right? So you've just got to be who you really are. 
write and speak online as if you were having a conversation with your best buds, the way you really talk when you're being your truest self. That's the ticket to finding your voice and your brand. No matter where you're building your platform, Facebook, a blog, YouTube, whatever, embrace what makes you, you. Let your authentic voice burst from the screen or the speakers. Be the crazy you'd be around your family or, you know, at least be something close to that. Some manners and tact are required. Now, finally, take a deep breath and put yourself out there. Personal branding for many is a discovery process. You have to start putting yourself out there and seeing what you gravitate toward. What makes you feel comfortable and natural? It's also really scary to put ourselves out there in our craziest, wackiest versions of ourselves. It's like writing though. The more you do it, the more you discover about yourself, your beliefs, and your voice. Stop looking at what everyone else is doing. Don't worry about what people are saying or how they're saying it. I'm the happiest and the most whole when I am my absolute truest, no holds barred self. And I have a feeling that you will be too. As a creative solopreneur trying to make your mark in this insanely crowded online marketplace, you're going to want to be the truest version of you that you possibly can. So take a deep breath. Stop doubting yourself already and post that damn Instagram caption rife with you-ness and watch as your vibe attracts your tribe. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and tell your friends. If you want to learn better branding and communication skills or more about this podcast, please visit www.candidlyerin.com or just say the word podcast.com. You can also find me everywhere on social media at CandidlyAaron and make sure to use the hashtag just say the word in your social media posts so I can see your stories of resilience, transformation, and lessons learned because your story matters. Remember, your story is your legacy. Everybody has a story and the world should hear yours.